Hey, what's going on? It's McCabe and Jenny here from the Afternoon Mix and co-hosts of the Mix New Music Club. Recently, we sat down with singer, songwriter, and gamer. His name is Knox, and we caught up with him just before his show at Metro. Yeah, he gave us the inside scoop about his new song, Not the 1975, and the inspiration behind the title, plus how tour life is going and more. You can hear it all right now on the Mix New Music Club podcast. From Ohio to Nashville to the Mix Studio, Knox, everybody. Hey, Woo-hoo. thank you guys for having me. Stoked <laughs> thank to you for be being here. here, man. Because last time I saw you was Lollapalooza. Yes, sir. And uh, that was your second time in Chicago because yep. your first time was for Hamilton, which you saw twice. Bingo. Dude, this guy knows his stuff, and I love it. <laughs> I love it. Well, welcome back because this time you're here on tour, so thanks for taking a little break. But, uh, you know, kind of how did it all start for you in Ohio? Oh, dude. Um, Honestly, I think it came from being in Ohio and being like, you know, I'm sure you guys know, not a whole lot to do out there. I'm from Iowa. I get it. <laughs> you get yeah. it. Oh, yeah. We were in Iowa. That's, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude. So, you know, being out in the middle of nowhere, I mean, I literally live out in the middle of a cornfield uh, is where my parents live. And so after like high school ended, I was like, you know, I played basketball in high school and I was like, well, I'm, I'm not going to the NBA. So uh, <laughs> I gotta figure I gotta figure something else out that's still fun and not working you know behind a desk nine to five. Um, and so yeah, I went I went to school at Ohio University. You know I, I went to be a teacher, um, but as soon as I got there, I took a guitar and I was like, this is this is what's gonna make me cool. I'm gonna have a guitar and uh, yeah, I just learned quick and started doing open mic nights and things. And uh, yeah, after after two years, it kind of just became like all consuming and. I was like, I'm going to move to Nashville and just try this thing. Because I, I pretty much just told myself, if I didn't try in 10 years, I was going to hate myself for not trying. So, yeah, I dro- dropped out of school. My parents and my family thought I was insane, which, like, rightfully so. Um, you know, I didn't really know what I was doing. And I, I wasn't good when I moved to Nashville at all. Um, but, yeah, just moved down there, started making connections, meeting people, and writing songs. And, you know... Now, now I'm on y'all's radio show, so yeah, I'll, take it. I'll take it. Performing at the Metro tonight, yeah. and you've got a big song out right now, not the 1975. Tell us about how this song came to be. So, literally, so I was in LA. I was on a writing trip um, with with some friends. Went out there to make some songs, and uh, we went to some show. And then after, I was I was you know we were at some bar, and like no joke, I I was at the bar, and you know this girl started talking to me, and I'm like. I'm trying to be cool, whatever. <laughs> and uh, she she asked like what my job was, and I told her I was a uh, like a musician. I was like, no, no, I'm like you know like I have a record deal, and like I'm with Atlantic, you know, I'm like trying to flex. <laughs> um, and uh, and she she literally told me she was like, okay, but like you're not Maddie Healy, so why would I care? And I was like, damn, mm. I was like, that's uh, harsh. Like she's yeah. letting you know. I was and like, she knows her music too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, okay. And then the very next day, we like came up, you know, I pretty much just came up with the line of, you know, she said, I like your confidence, but you're not the 1975. And then, uh, yeah, it just became what it is. It's so funny. I took it to a couple sessions and the people that I took it to sessions with, they were like, I don't think that's a whole song. And I was like, you guys are crazy. So I brought it back to Nashville and wrote it with my best friend. And you know, now it is what it is. Turn a negative into a positive. Hey, for sure. (laughs) Did you ever cover songs, you know, getting into music? Like what was your favorite song to cover? I mean, if I'm if I'm being honest, I didn't really have like one song, but so when I got to college, 
everybody, you know, I had red hair, so everyone was just like, oh, dude, like, you're like Ed Sheeran, you have an acoustic guitar. <laughs> I get that as well, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and, anybody with red hair. Yeah. So, um, but I went out of my way in college to, like, I was like, if they're going to call me the Ed Sheeran guy, I'm going to be the Ed Sheeran guy. So I learned every Ed Sheeran song on acoustic guitar. I could play you any any of his songs right now. Um, Would you just roll up to parties with your guitar and just be like, pull out some Ed Sheeran songs, find the ladies? Well, no. Um, <laughs> I, I wasn't I wasn't cool in college. I Instead of pulling up to parties, um, I, I didn't really do that because like I said, I wasn't a cool kid. I didn't go to the frat parties or anything, but I would go, you know, I actually pulled an Ed Sheeran and I like got a list in Athens, Ohio, of like anywhere that would let me come play, like poetry nights, open mic nights, like talent shows, whatever it was. Um, and I would like, I would play music in front of people every single night. Like I played in a Jimmy John's one time. Um, That's cool. Yeah, or I would literally go like busk on the street, like outside of the bars. Um, and so, yeah, it still didn't make me cool back then, but it was fun. It was <laughs> worth Jimmy it. I got, John's, I'm surrounded by cool. sandwiches. That's what I'm saying. Cool in my book. Hey, I appreciate it. I <laughs> yeah. got my chops up, that's yeah. for sure. So it was good. Blink-182, they have been busy as well. They just announced their 2024 tour. Are you a fan of the guys, and are you excited that they have new music out? I mean, if, if I'm being honest, I, I, I was never all the way into Blink-182. If, if I'm being real, I've, I've never really been like what you would call like a scene kid. Mm-hmm. Um, I was always into like the poppier side of like things. Like I was always big into like Boys Like Girls, All American Rejects. Um, so like it's funny because sometimes I feel like the scene like claims me because of sneakers, but then I have songs like I Don't Want to Know or like Not the 1975, which I don't think are like punk rock at all. But I do like have the utmost respect for bands like Blink-182 and all of those scenes because they paved such a path, you know, for this kind of music to even exist. So, you know, they got they got all my love and respect for sure. This is your first big tour? Yeah, yeah. For, first, like, proper big tour, like, with my guys. I did a tour last year that was, like, 14 shows, but... We didn't have any money back then, so I actually had... It was just me who went on the tours with this band called Bill Murray. Um, And it was just me, and I got to play with their band. So their band would play the opening set with me, and then they would come off stage and then go back. So this is the first time I've been out with, like, my my guys, which has been, like, an absolute blast, dude. What's something you've learned so far from touring? Dude, honestly, just, like, taking care of your body. Like, that, it matters so much, and, like, your diet matters so much, and, like, the amount of sleep you get, and, you know, like, staying hydrated. I mean, it's crazy. Like, you know, all my friends from back in Ohio are like, oh, dude, you're, like, you're, like, rock star now, dude. You're out there, like, partying, (laughs) and I'm like, dude, I go to, like, I'm asleep by 11.30 every night. Like, it's like, we play the show, and I'm dead. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, we're waking up and driving. You know, we just did a a four-and-a-half-hour drive this morning. Um so you have so, your routine to also take care of your body. Oh yeah, dude. I'm on I'm on the regiment hard. Like I got I'm like ripping four throat coats a day and like <laughs> we I'm a vocal steamer. I'd be having like Taco Bell every day, stopping at any drive through. Yeah, and we did just catch up with Martin from Boys Like Girls who oh, said go. he went on like ten mile bike rides. Thirty mile. Thirty, 30 mile, mile bike, bike rides, rides before every show. To get his vocals warmed up. That's crazy. Yeah. That's absolutely. I'm not sure, sure if you're gonna though. do that tonight before your show, but that's your competition. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. To... No, I'm not. I'm not gonna be doing that. But shout out Martin though. I love that guy, man. <laughs> he is. He is so sick. I got to open for Boys Like Girls last year um, for a Very show. Cool. Yeah, yeah. They're 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 great guys, man. I, I talked to Martin the other day. He's he's a good dude. Mm-hmm. We've also been out on the road with uh, the band Camino, also from Nashville. Yeah. What is it about Nashville with the music scene for you, dude? Honestly, like. I think the songwriting in Nashville is so insane. I feel like Band Camino was the first 
I mean, first of all, just like shout out to them. I love those guys so much. They're like not only are they like one of my favorite bands ever, but just great guys and just like good, just good people. Um, but I feel like they were the first band that I heard that was like they were making these rock songs, but then they were writing them, you know, lyrically. They were writing them as if like they were Ed Sheeran songs and almost like borderline country songs with the concepts and how like just tightly written everything was. And so. Yeah, like back in like 2018 when I heard them, I was like, man, like I want to I want to make music like that. And so it is crazy that I mean, they were my first tour ever. Um, And, you know, I've been listening to them with my little sister since like 2018. So that was like that was like a huge thing in my in my household. (laughs) Well, living in Nashville, where's your go to spot? Where's like the spot in Nashville? Oh, to be honest, there's this place. There's this like there's this bar that. No one knows yet, so I'm I'm kind of scared to say this. On, on, <laughs> okay, we'll describe I, this bar. Is it like open or something? Or oh yeah, just... it's open, but it's kind of low key. But it's called the Lucky Duck. All right, it's, dude. It's like this underground bar. It's where me and all my friends go. Nobody goes there. It's like the ultimate I'm vibe. Tweet that out right now. Yeah, yeah, there right. There next time. <laughs> hey, you should. Next time y'all are there, pull up for all sure. Right, I, I might be there. Who knows? All right. <laughs> are you a big Halloween guy? Do you have your costume ready to go? To be honest with you, no. I'm like <laughs> I'm like I actually. Hate no to dressing the costume up. or no to like both for Halloween. Both. I'm just. I'm not like. I. I'm like. I'm not huge on getting all dressed up, and especially this year because we have been out on the road, and I get back Friday, and I have nine days off of this tour, and everyone's gonna want to like go out and party oh, this yeah. weekend, mm-hmm. and like me, like. I don't know if you're a big gamer, but like Spider-Man 2 just came out. <laughs> so like So that's where you're gonna be. Yeah, I feel bad. My girlfriend's like, hey, Saturday, like I got these like plans. I'm like, listen. Couples costume, I'm let's like, go. Yeah, I'm like, dude, you're, you're so like, I got sick. A date with Spider-Man. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm like, I haven't seen my dog in three weeks. <laughs> and like I haven't been in my bed. Like, so we'll we'll see what happens this weekend. But <laughs> Trolls Band Together has brought one of the biggest boy bands back. Were you a big boy band fan? I mean, it could be BTS, could be in sync, backstreet. Dude, One Direction till I die. Oh, okay, I'm sorry I left them out. I don't, I don't care what anybody says. One Direction, nothing but hits. Like, especially as a songwriter, like nothing but smashes from One Direction. I love all like Harry Styles, Nile Horn, all those guys. In love. Which like, one's your favorite though? Is it Harry? Probably Harry. Yeah. I mean, he just looks so good. You can't too, deny you know? it. You can't <laughs> deny. He's undeniable. He's Let's a put superstar. that out there in the universe. A collaboration with Harry Styles Please. and Knox. Please. <laughs> Let's make it happen. And Knox, you just put out your EP earlier this month, October 6th. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so how long was this uh, kind of uh, coming together for this EP? I mean, to be honest, it was kind of like quick. We just kind of, you know, we finished How to Lose a Girl in Seven Songs and we knew... You know, I didn't really know what was going to be next. I didn't know if we were going to do an album. I didn't know if we were going to do singles. Um, and then, you know, we ended up just like making all of these songs. And uh, I feel like, I feel like sometimes projects kind of create themselves um, in this weird way. Like, you know, we have multiple songs that got written, you know, a year ago that aren't going to come out till next year. But like, ba- basically, we just, you know, I, I, I didn't tour at all last summer. So I spent the whole summer after the EP coming, like coming out, just like making new songs i mean maybe like 100 150 songs like minimum um and so yeah the next thing i knew we just like we had another group of like seven we're like oh this is really cool and then it kind of i was like i feel like i always subconsciously write like a story on accident even though i'm not thinking about it but it's like oh dude this is how i was feeling during this this time whatever and uh 
yeah, like next thing we knew, we just kind of had this, and we were like, let's let's do another seven song EP. The first one went so well, so why not do another one? And you know, especially before the nightly tour, and have seven new songs because the other EP we never got a chance to go out and like play it for people. Um, so we were just like, yeah, let's do one more, and that way we have two to go out and promote and uh, s- just see what happens, you know. And the EP's called "I'm So Good at Being Alone." What was the inspo behind that? So I was just saying, like, honestly, it was kind of like an accident how that happened. So I I wrote the song "I'm So Good at Being Alone" like last January, and I I wrote it with some guys that are like some some guys I really have looked up to for a long time. Um, and so it was already like pretty cool to do that. And I remember making the song and being like, this is like, if any of my favorite artists had put out this song, it would be my favorite song. Um, and so I was always very focused on that track. And then when we were kind of talking about, you know, well, what do we want to say next? Where are we like going after how to lose a girl in seven songs? And so I was kind of like, man, like, you know, what if you just added a question mark to the, to the EP title? So then it's like, Am I like, have I moved on? Am I, am I good? Um, like, am I okay after all this? Because the other songs on the project are still kind of that heartbreaky mm-hmm. kind of feel. And, you know, basically, that's why we had I'm So Good at Being Alone being the last song on the project because you listen to all these like more heartbreak songs. And then, like, as the EP progresses, it's like, oh no, like, I actually think I'm okay. Like, I think I'm going to be all right. Um, and so, yeah, that's kind of just like where where we're at after How to Lose a Girl in Seven Songs, you know? Knox, I mean, Jelly Roll, he got me through some breakups. Yes, sir. He's got some good, like, you know, heartbreak songs. Yes, sir. Yeah, and so we were wondering, you write a lot about relationships and heartbreak. Who are some of the artists or what songs got you through some of those challenging times? To be honest, like, I, I was actually just listening to this in the car, um, but Lauv's first album, the I Met You When I Was 18 playlist, mm-hmm. is like, that was a huge... I feel like that was a huge, like, kind of turning point in my life, especially as, like, a creator, where, like, when I got into music, it was all very singer-songwriter, um, and I just wanted to be, like, you know, just like that, and then, but then I learned that you could, like, have cool production on songs, but then also still write them like singer-songwriters, um, and so that that was a huge one. Also, uh, Jeremy Zucker, Love Is Not Dying, is, like, one of my favorite albums ever. That was another one, um... So it's like weird. I feel like these albums don't like represent my music in any way, but <laughs> right. I, I feel like I've taken so much like from those guys. I just I love them. Chelsea Cutler too is a huge one. Like her songs are definitely like love them, love them. They've definitely got me through all sorts of things. <laughs> I'm there with you. And as like writing about relationships, you know, we talk about uh, deal breakers on one of our segments. When you are dating, I know you said you're in a relationship, but do you have any dating deal breakers when, you're, when like, you're first yeah. dating? You're like, uh, uh-uh, this is not going to happen. I mean. This is okay. This is pretty nerdy of me, but like, so big, big comic book guy loves superheroes. Like, if you're not down to sit down and watch all thirty something Marvel movies, like, I don't know what to tell you, dude. All right, Marvel movies and Spider Man, folks, you are set. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you're not down to watch those in all the Disney Plus series, then like, you you ain't for me, dude. I don't know what to tell you. I'm not sure if you planned this, but when you were here for Lala, the 1975, they were here. You know what? The 1975, they're here again very soon. Have you tracked down Maddie? Because he's going to be here on Sunday night. Dude, I, I wish. I wish we were still going to be here. I'm trying to go to one of the shows so bad. I think the only day that we can make happen is the Philly show. Okay. But it's it's not looking good. I got to be honest. It's not looking good. But I'm trying, man. I love the 1975 so much. Like, they're insane. And their live set at Lollapalooza was just like, 
literally might have been like the best 50 minutes of my entire existence. It was so crazy. Yeah. Have you ever tried sliding in the DMs? Because we did catch up with Noah Khan and he told us his collaboration with Post Malone happened simply because he messaged him on Instagram. Have you done that with Maddie? Or- so, so I haven't with Maddie, but it's actually funny that you bring up Noah because like years ago, so this was, Noah Khan's actually part of the reason I moved to Nashville because I, 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 posted a video on Twitter like this is literally like seven years ago posted a video on Twitter of a cover of a Quinn 92 song and Noah and Quinn like messaged me and were like dude this is like sick and I was like no way this is happening right now I like love them and like I said this forever ago and so that had happened and then like maybe three years ago I had written a song posted it on Twitter and I sent it to Noah again I was like hey man like what you think about this I was like just like to see um and he responded and was like, dude, this is like really good. And I was like, oh, awesome. Like Noah Khan thinks my song's good. And now all this is happening again. So I messaged him on Twitter like three weeks ago. I was like, hey, dude, like I'm like an artist now. Would love to like, <laughs> would love to like link up. And he never hit me back this time. So give I'm, it time. It's yeah. a good yeah. him to like six months to hear from Post. That, so. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm manifesting. I'm manifesting. Well, but I, I, I remember you told us that Lala, that was like the year anniversary of when you first released music. So, yeah. I mean, this is just the beginning for you, Knox. We want to thank you for taking the time to stop by 101.9 The Mix. Hey, well, thank you guys for having me. Hey, it's McCabe and Jenny from The Afternoon Mix, and thanks so much for listening to the Mix New Music Club podcast. If you liked what you heard, then you should check out the Mix New Music Club on 101.9 The Mix. Yeah, Sundays through Thursdays, 9 to 11 at night, hear the newest songs from your favorite artists or discover new artists.